Dedicated. Dedicated. It's Crenshaw niggas. That's what it is. From Adams to Imperial. Adams to Imperial. That's really what it is. Come in. Come in. Yeah. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. You in trouble. Check me out. Pay us now. Check me out. Pay me double. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. New Nipsey Hustle. Check me out. Nigga, fuck it. Check me out. Yo, 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 we back, episode double uno. At 11, y'all. 11. Who, who a, a famous number 11? Kyrie? Uh, Should I not? Uh, no, <laughs> that nigga like half crazy and shit. But Julian Edelman? Hell no. Nah. Damn, that's all I get. <laughs> <Fuck> <laughs> I can't think of nobody else. We back. Episode 11. <laughs> we couldn't think of no famous 11s. I, I ain't want to include Kyrie, man. That nigga be, be tweaking. But yeah, we back. Episode 11. And for this episode, it's basically dedicated to basically Air Maxes. Because all our shoe reviews are basically Air Maxes. Oh, Air Max affiliated. Yep. <laughs> We're going to go ahead and break down the uh, Air Max 90 collab with Undefeated. And we're going to get into the releases that's coming out for Air Max Day, which is March 26th. And we're going to get into these Jordan 4s that's based off the Air Max 95, the OG Air Max 95 in the neon colorway. So we're going to go ahead and start it off. Oh, I can't forget um, our topics besides shoes. We're going to get into a new topic. It's called a check it out rant, where we're just going to basically go ahead and rant about some whether it's sports or sneaker related and we're gonna get into our nfl free agency preview we're gonna break down the top 15 free agents and just pretty much make predictions on where they're gonna land and we'll probably get into some other stuff as far as like trades and potential players that are gonna get cut so we're gonna go ahead and get y'all started on this first sneaker review all right cool so the first one, we're going to go ahead and start it off with the Jordan 4 Neon Air Max 95. Uh, it's releasing on March 21st, a retail price tag of $225, a.k.a. get the hell out of here price. <laughs> <laughs> steep, man. That price steep as hell. Um, but before we go into that little mini rant, um, just the details of the shoes. Um, it's basically a concept for... Um, and inspired by the OG MX95, um, it has the the neon highlight colors for um, the tongue and the laces. Um, what took me by surprise is that this is like a primarily suede uh, exterior. Which when it first came out, when I first saw the uh, the pictures, I thought it was just gonna be clean, no suede or whatever. But then when I saw the official photos, I was like, oh okay, so you really can't step in no puddle of water with these, nah. or you gonna be out the game. Um, so yeah, man, I, that kind of threw me off. And then of course the 225, which I just don't understand for uh, this silhouette. Um, I do expect these to drop in price mm -hmm. um, very very soon upon release. But I mean the concept of paying homage to the you know the OG LMAX is kinda kinda nice. Man, for these, um for that 225 price tag, I'm definitely gonna have to pass on these. Like I like the concept behind it, you know, making a 
a Jordan 4 basing it off of OG Air Max 95 because that's like one of the most popular Air Max silhouettes well as far as colorways and um out of all the Air Maxes but nah man I'm gonna have to pass man like I'm not really a big fan of suede like um they had the the all suede the cause collect I mean the cause collab Jordan 4 mm-hmm. did they had the all gray ones those fire and those like they was worth every bit of the price, but 225 for this, nah, nah, I'm at the definitely gonna have to pass, man. Like I said, the 225 price tag is it's too steep for me. It's too steep for like it not to be like a traditional OG colorway. Like for instance, they coming out with the with the um, they coming out with some fours on Black Friday. They the original OG fours. That's they basically like they white, red, and black. OGs like the first ones, that, the first fours that came out, and I'm pretty sure those are gonna be 225 and they're gonna be worth it. But nah, man, I can see these hitting. I can see these hitting outlet malls after like maybe like two or three months. Yeah, for sure. Um, so yeah, just to basically wrap that up, it's we need to come up with like a scale for these shoes. I was I was talking to Jeremy. He was like, yo, we should we should come up with like a like a rating system, like a funny rating system. Oh, shit. I don't even know what to call these. These would, like, if I had to do it like one to ten or something like that, these would be like a six, maybe. Six. <laughs> shit, I would say, I'd say probably a five. Five. Like, I like the concept behind the shoe, but I just don't like, I don't like the fact that it's suede. And I don't know. It's just not something that I will wear. Not for no two twenty five. Now, if somebody else bought them for me. Like if my wife bought them for me. Shit, I don't even know if I would still wear them. Then I probably wear them like once or twice. But yeah, I don't even. Uh, I don't know. I can't even see them on my feet. Like it's just the way like the colors like are stacked on top of each other. It's just yeah. It don't got like the. Like the old Air Maxes had like the blend, like it yeah, blended well blended. into the different shades of gray. Like this is like stack, you just stacking different colors. I don't know. I, don't, I definitely, definitely a pass on these. Like I said, you, there's gonna be people out there, out, out there that's gonna grab them just because simple fact they mics and they the same colors the OG Air Maxes, but not for two twenty five, man. If you stay patient, I'm pretty sure you could get these for under probably like one ninety. Shit, if you wait like six or seven months, you probably get them for like 150. So, yeah, well, you could like you could cop these and wear them with your uh coronavirus prevention jumpsuit. I'm not paying no 225 <laughs> to wear with a, with a fucking jumpsuit. <laughs> Fuck that. I wait till these, I wait till these bitches go on sale. Or I go grab me some KD Trey Fives to go with that jumpsuit. <laughs> I would get some Trey Fives or some or some LeBron witnesses. <laughs> Fuck that man. No two twenty five for these motherfuckers. Hell no. Nah man. But yeah, so that's that that'd be a no for us with this one. Um so with that we're gonna go ahead and go to the next review. Um and that will be the undefeated Air Max ninety pack. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, let's start with the all black joints. Um, yeah, these pretty like pretty standard solid black yeah, maxes. I ain't, ain't nothing too much to it, man. Um, 
I don't know. I can't really describe them. <laughs> like, like they just all black. So, <laughs> like they, they got some shades of gray. Um, so it's it's kind of a simple shoe. Um, nothing to take too much from that one. You you want to say anything on those, Pop? Shit, I, I thought I had a picture of these motherfuckers. I fuck. Ah, fuck. Whatever. I'm looking at the picture you sent me. But um, they ain't bad. They ain't bad looking. Like, but it's just it's just an all black shoe. It's all black with a with a gray outsole. Like these look, the all black pair look more or less like I don't know. The all black pair look kind of like a, like rugged, like more for like outdoor wear, like for you fucking hiking and yeah. rock climbing and shit. But all terrain. Yeah, basically <laughs> all terrain. <laughs> like your ass doing like marathons and um, what the fuck is that shit you call? Will you do like? Triathlon. Triathlon, yeah. <laughs> That's what they look like, the all black pair. Yeah. Like, like these probably like my least favorite out of all three. Just because mm. they so simple and they kind of boring. They don't really stick out. So, yeah, out of all of them, I would... Yeah, this, yeah, this is definitely my least favorite pair. Yeah. Um, same for me. Um, the second colorway is um, like a blue, purple, um, neon kind of uh, fusion. Um, these like I like them. I just don't like this random purple or pink or whatever it is on, on the toe box. Yeah, and the toe is I don't know. It just look weird to me. Um, I mean, some people will like it just because it's like a little pop of extra color. Um, but they would be just a shade over the all black ones for me. Shit, it's crazy because these these my favorite out of all three of them. Really? Yeah, I just like the way that the way the blue stand out. Yeah. I kind of wish they would have did the also. Like all white with the speckles on the outsole. Well, the midsole, mm-hmm. all white with the speckles and not the um, the blue around the air bubble. I think that shit kind of throw it off, or at least make it the same color blue as the rest of the shoe. True, but yeah, these are my favorite out of all three of them, just cause that blue pop. Like, like I really didn't, I really didn't pay too much attention to the purple. Like I thought that shit looked, eh, it's whatever. But yeah, these are my favorite out of all three of them. It caught me. It just looked like. I don't know, like primarily a woman shoe for me. It it just look random and shit, but yeah. but you can but shit these motherfuckers they'll stick out. So like so they the ones that stick out the most out of all three of them. So that's true. Just yeah. wish they would have fucking changed the blue on the fucking midsole though. Yeah. So if you're going for color for your MXs, then this probably the one for you. Yeah. But yeah, that blue on the motherfucking midsole keep throwing me off, man. <laughs> Just because simple fact, it's not the same blue as the rest of the shoe. Right. But these motherfuckers still hit, though. And then the last colorway is kind of a, um, it's called the Platinum Tint. Um, these are my favorite of the three. I don't... Besides I don't, the swoosh. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> yeah they got the furry swoosh on all three of them. Swoosh throw me, man. I'm guessing they went for more like a vintage look on the swoosh. And shit, I don't know if you know this, but these Air Max 90s are shaped a lot differently than regular Air Max 90s. Like, sure are. these are a little bit higher. Mm-hmm. That's why they. That's why the black ones look kind of like more rugged, kind of like a boot or some shit. Cause mm-hmm. these got a different cut than the regular Air Max 90s. But the Platinum 10 ones, they okay. Like if you just want to be subtle, yeah. and, you know. I like how these, like, the, the translucent part of it uh, pop a little bit more because it's a uh, clean white. Yeah. So, I mean, those are on the, the blue ones, too, but, like, that part makes it stand out. 
a you, little bit more. You think they would have popped more if they would have had the icy blue outsole? Yup. Cause it just looked weird having the like the gum outsole or whatever. Um, they should just made that translucent too. It'd have been cold. Shit, they could have put the icy blue outsole on the blue ones too. Yep. The blue ones and the white ones would have been decent. But take this fur off of the swoosh sign. I hate that. Yeah, for some reason on the picture Nike posted of these platinum tint ones, the swoosh look extra furry than the other two. Like, it look extremely fucking furry. Yeah. I don't like it. But he's a decent little pickup. I'm pretty sure they probably gonna sell out just because simple fact it's a collab with Undefeated, yeah. and then they and then they only retailing for 150. Yeah, so this is a, a decent mid size price. So, um, so these motherfuckers gonna sell out quick and. Shit, I'm, I'm pretty sure the resellers they they wait, man. But I don't know. Shit, motherfuckers gonna be stuck in the house, so right. <laughs> Might as well order some stuff. Might as well, yeah. But no, it's, it's a decent little pickup if you just wanna cop an undefeated collab. You know, for 150, it ain't knocking you over the head or nothing like that. So 150 is definitely doable, but. I think the black one's supposed to come out March 19th, and then the other two supposed to drop on March 26th, which is Air Max Day, which leads us into our next review. More it, Air Maxes. More Air Maxes. <laughs> Basically, it's the, all the releases for Air Max Day, and for Air Max Day, they, um, I want to say they dropping, what, six Air Maxes? Because it's the three in the metallic pack, the yeah. two in the... The, two, the 290 pack got two. And then the duck camo ones. Yeah. So you guys you know you got some choices got some for options, man. And the good thing about these is they ain't gonna be knocking you over the head in price. Nope. Cause the Air Max 90s, I think they started like them duck camo is probably gonna be 120 because they didn't put a price on them. So but out of all of these, I say my favorite is the, the Air Max 90 duck camo. Those motherfuckers are fire. They came out with that colorway back in 2013 with like a variation of it, and like that's one of the, like one of the top five colors in the Air Max 90. So I'm excited to try to cop these, man. Like I said, they probably gonna be like 120, so motherfucker ain't gotta get knocked over the head trying to get a dope ass shoe. Yeah. And then um, the metallic pack is strictly for women. Like, I read up on that because I was definitely going to try to go after them gold ones. I thought them gold ones was fire as hell. Oh, yeah. I, I thought only, like, the the rose gold ones was women. But then, like, yeah, like you said, all three of like, women's colorways. I'm like, man. Gold ones cold. Like, Nike should have made that a, a unisex shoe. Mm -hmm. But the gold ones fire. Like, the silver ones, they don't look bad. But there's something about them gold ones. Them motherfuckers pop. Yeah. I don't think I, I don't like the silver ones. I'm telling you the truth, man. This is like you got aluminum foil on your feet. Um, fucking baked potato loaves. <laughs> so it's a, it's a little too, a little too shiny for me. Especially if the motherfuckers get wrinkled, they really, oh, oh my them motherfuckers God. really gonna look like leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> they really gonna look like foils. Oh man, shit! What you think about the um the Air Max 2090s? So the 2090s is probably my favorite um, out of the the three different varieties or whatever. Uh, just because it's like a futuristic take on, on the Air Maxes. Um, I like that. I like, like, honestly, like the women's, like the Lava Glow mm -hmm. colorway, the women's one. I think that's that looked better than the men's one to me. 
um, honestly. So, like, for the women, I hope y'all go out and grab these because these cold. Um, the, the, basically, like, the hot pink and then the, the gray shade mixed in. Um, but then the men's one is solid, too. It's, like, it give me, like, that off-white vibe. Yeah. Like, if the if there was off-white Air Maxes or whatever for the 2090s, this would be what it would be. Man, once again, Nike giving women the good shoes yeah, all, again. All the time. They... I just don't know why they didn't make that metallic pack unisex, man. Yeah. Like, them, like as soon as I seen them goes, I was like, damn. As soon as I went on sneaker news and was reading up on them, I'm like, women's? Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. But they cold as hell, though. Like, I I fully expect probably for the... Well, I don't know. Like, I feel like that metallic pack, they might sit. I feel like them two, the 2090s probably going to sell out quick. I think so, too. Just cause it's a a new uh, Air Max silhouette, and them um I think the Duck Camo is gonna sell out too. Yep. So ah uh, once I, y'all people that rock the the camo pants and joggers or whatever, yeah they definitely going after these these Duck Camo joints. Well if y'all gonna go after them, well stay pad or don't get a size twelve, man. <laughs> just just let me get a size twelve for y'all niggas going and start hogging all the damn shoes and shit. Cause I really want these. Cause I ain't got. Like, no camouflage, like, shoes in my collection. And I don't either, man. Shit, you remember the motherfucking tins that came out? I was just thinking that, like, hell. I wonder if I should have got them tins, but I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't think they dropped it in, in price enough for me to even consider it. Shit, I, I think the lowest I had seen them tins, I want to say East Bay, when they had a fucking promo code, I think the lowest I had seen them was, like, 110. Mm, but yeah, I, they would have had to go under 100 or something for me to be, like, you know, grab them. That's just one of them shoes you grab just to say you got them. Like, yeah, it's not something you could wear on a like a consistent basis. Them like a once every two three months type of situations. Cause people go like when you got them on, people gonna know like the last time you wore them yep. shoes. They gonna, they gonna remember exactly, <laughs> they gonna remember the last exactly time where you were when you wore those shoes. Like damn, bro, you wore them like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, nigga, just like them motherfucking um. Them denim sixes. Yeah. Like, I know every single time every, I see somebody in them. Every single time. Like I was like I was seriously debating getting them when I seen Nike had dropped them down to 159. Yeah. I text like three or four people, was like, what you think of this shoe? My brother in law was like, he was like, they cool. He's like, but what would you wear with them? My homie Ryan said the same thing. My sister was like, Yeah, what the hell would you wear with them? And I was just like if I buy this fucking shoe, it's just gonna be like a shoe I just wear like maybe once a year, man. Yeah. And I don't want to waste no more fucking one sixty on the shoe that they ain't finna get no kind of spin in the rotation. So, mm-hmm. so um, yeah, I went ahead and passed on them motherfuckers. But yeah, Nike got some. They got some heat coming out for Air Max Day, man. They always got some shit up their sleeve for Air Max Day. Like they come out with some dope colorways, fire concepts, and yeah. this year ain't no different. Like the metallic pack, fire. The, yeah. the 2090s fire, the duck camos fire, so they capitalize. I think this like Nike's most popular silhouette, like specifically Nike maybe. Prime Maxes. Yeah, probably so. Yeah. They got like so many different variations of them, and they got the expensive ones, the real expensive ones. Then they got the ones that's like affordable too, but they don't look trashed either. So yeah, and they like how it is with the tray fives and the. LeBron witnesses and shit like that. So, mm-hmm. 
and um, Kyrie fly traps too. Oh like, my god! Well, actually, Kyrie <laughs> fly traps don't look bad at all. I actually like the the Kyrie fly traps. They they don't look bad. It's just them fucking witnesses and and them tray fives. Like, but look- you could definitely tell the difference if you <laughs> if you ever wore the the top line versus that line. Like, you know the difference. They don't even want to get back into this shit because the last episode we was just <laughs> tearing down the witnesses in Trey Five. So I'm gonna just leave that alone. But, yeah, but definitely look look for I'm looking forward to those Air Max Day releases. I pass on those Jordan Fours. And I'm kinda up in the air about those undefeated collabs. Uh, they okay, but they they not something that I that I would cop, but so yeah, same from well, pretty much the same for me. I'm passing on the Jordan fours, um, the undefeateds. I'll probably pass on too, um, and then like the Air Max Day joints. I might cop the uh, the Future pair, and then um, maybe one of the nah, just the, the Future pair because the rest of them women's. Damn it, yeah. So <laughs> yeah, just the Future pair then. So you could buy Tiffa pair, and I could. She'll probably rock them too, actually. Yeah. This is like dedicated to the women, y'all. This segment is like basically. Might as well say the Air Max Day dedicated <laughs> to the women. Air Max Day is dedicated to the women, y'all. Go ahead and splurge, man. They be dropping motherfucking heat for women. This is mm-hmm. bullshit, man. I'm still pissed off about them fucking, uh, what was it, them satin black toes last year? Mm-hmm. Strictly for women. Now, what Mike just came out recently that was strictly for women that we was talking about? Them ones? Yup. Them, uh... What fucking color was they? Blue, red, black, I think. Okay, I can't remember what the official name was for them. They came out during All-Star Weekend. Yeah, because they dropped them in, like, super big sizes. Yeah, it was them UNC to Chicago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Man, look. That should have been a men's shoe, but whatever. So, that was our review. Our reviews of all these goddamn Air Maxes. The Air Max Extravaganza. Like shit, we still had one pair of mics in there, but yeah. you know we usually heavy on the mics and and like uh, hooping shoes for our reviews. But you know decided to switch it up this time, dedicated to Air Max. But next month, oh boy, <laughs> it's number mics. They dropping so much heat. There's some fire coming Ooh, out, man. Wee. So we gonna go ahead and take a break. We gonna come back and get into our new segment. My favorite TV shows, man, the Sports Center, ESPN News, Pardon Interruption, um, Around the Horn, um, quite frankly, um, Outside the Lines, uh, uh, Baseball Tonight. You know what I mean? I watch sports, dog. It's basically, that's what I'm trying to say. I watch sports, man. That's what I'm into. Sports, 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 every sport. Hockey, golf, basketball, football, of course, baseball. You know what I mean? I got a favorite team, a favorite player in every single sport. I'm not going to answer those questions. Though. Let's go. Matt the man with us. That was my fault. Shot the boogie ball. Three, 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 three. I see you. I cut it off. I just hung up. It's Gates the Grills, you bastard. Cut 
Cover my tracks like butter, so where the bread be? I see beef is dead meat. Who that yes. president? Hear me. No one scare me. And you ain't gotta double dare me. Hear me. Cover my tracks like butter, so where the bread be? I see beef is dead meat. Who that the president? Hear me. No one scare me. And you ain't gotta double dare me. Hear me. Loud and clearly, rats aren't near me. Wiretap niggas get blood in the earpiece. I'm from New Orleans, nowhere near peace. Pure beast, fear free, dear grief. Catch up, bitch, I'm in gear three. Zoom, gone, see ya. Peace, drop one finger. Yeah, fuck them and whoever made them. I will hurt whoever love them, cause I hate them. Looking for a lady, high and sedated. Got her to the pad, I don't know how a nigga made it. She gave me relations, so now we related. The morning comes, the picture faded. I waited on my turn to burn, can I get a light? Little dog, bigger bite, Jackson 5, little mic. Can I get a mic or a mic in the hair? That source owe me, shout out to the editor staff. Yeah, I'm all grown, so much better with math. I need a spread in the force, taking the Benjamin bath. Yeah, I'm serving this track like Steffi Graf. Yeah, Roger Federer, there's no competitors. Niggas know my rhetoric, bitches know my preference. Young God, baby, all the mother niggas reverence Sitting in my big house, surrounded by my weaponries I keep them away like I got leprosy Chopper right next to me, loaded up with pepper seeds Got an extra clip, but that's only for my specialties Yeah, yeah, this is especially for you Just respect a nigga game, what kind of referee is you? Swallow your whistle, make a nigga ride with the pistol Cause the fakest niggas ride with the pistol Even if I die, oh, I'ma die with the pistol If you stand over my body, I probably kill you Yeah, now I feel it, we see the realest I wear a lot of bathing ape cause I be with gorillas Yeah, he what they talking about, topic of the conversation Product of determination, yeah Stop playing, you are not up in my situation I get money like a Caucasian The car red, so the Caucasian Stop hating, y'all ballers, I'm a sports agent Yeah, wait a minute, let me translate it It's easy not to fall the motherfucking bait Welcome back, y'all um, We're gonna go ahead and get into our new segment um, Check it out, vent, rant, whatever you wanna call it um, I'm gonna go ahead and let Palm get his off first before I go into what I got to say. Check it out, man. Yo, Jordan Brand. <laughs> Chill with these colors on these mids, man. Like, dude, I, I get it. Like, mids are, they 110. So, you know, if you can't, if you don't want to prank out that extra 60 bucks for some OG highs, get you a pair of mids. But the colors that you coming out with, man, it's just, it's just, it's ridiculous. I'm talking about the, it's just the, the color combinations. Like, it's, ain't no thought behind them. It's just a bunch of shit put together on a shoe and, and Mike just putting it out there. Like, okay, I can understand maybe you want to experiment different colorways on the mids that you want to put on the OG highs because you know ain't nobody going to buy them. Yeah. But, fam. You can't put out a mid in the Chicago colorway and then slap the black toe on it. Dude, they just... <laughs> like, when I seen this, I was just like, like, nah, man. And, and this ain't the first time Mike did this. He did this with some other mids. He basically made most of the shoe like an OG colorway and then slapped a completely different color on the toe. And, and, and I be trying to figure out who the fuck is buying these? And like, what's the thought process behind this? Like, okay, I get it. It's some mids that look decent. Like I said, Jordan 1's is my favorite silhouette. Like, I don't discriminate against mids. If it's a fire colorway, I'll probably cop them. 
like I copped the the yellow toes, which was supposed to come out in the OG high version, but they didn't. Then I got the new love pack, which is probably like the most popular mids to ever come out besides the fearless pack that came out late last year. But it's some of these colorways. Like it's one colorway. This nigga basically based the shoe off a highlighter and a note and a composition notebook. I think it's like the dumbest shit I've never seen. Like I get it, you trying to appeal to the younger generation and shit, but like dude, like that's that's not what's up. Like like man, if you're gonna do a mid, like keep it simple. Like two colors. You can do white and a blue. Mm-hmm white and red something simple like you slapping olive green on a black and white shoe with with pink and like orange jordan signs like that shit looks like it looks retarded like it it, it just looked ridiculous man and it's like every day they're coming out with a new color of me it's like every single day and it's and it's getting to the point where like dude you gonna fucking oversaturate jordan ones period to the point where ain't nobody gonna want to buy them Cause last year, I don't know, I seen so many, so many Jordan 1s came out last year. It didn't make no goddamn sense. None. It was at least about, damn near about 80 pairs of 1s that came out last year. Varying from lows to highs. And it was just like, it was crazy, man. And then when you came out, another thing that pissed me off, when you came out with those um, shattered backboard mids, those motherfuckers were so dookie, man. Like Mike, just stop it, dude. Just just stop it with the mids. Like if you're gonna drop mids, just stick to two colors, like two or three colors, and just leave it at that. Like I'll get you on the experiment and try different concepts on the mids, cause you don't wanna do it on the highs, but just chill that shit out, Mike, cause that shit's starting to get irritating, man. I'm just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, to go on that, like I just don't understand why the mids are like taking forefront over the highs and the lows. Like what? Like it's who asks for mids in the first place? Like, is it, like why? Why isn't it just highs and lows? Like, like I have no problem <laughs> with with mids, but it's just once that nigga start throwing these color combinations on, it's like yeah. they don't be making no sense. Like, okay, I just seen some mids that's supposed to be coming out same colors as Incredible Hulk: white, green, and purple. Mm -hmm. Now them motherfuckers look fire. It's three simple colors, mm -hmm. and the way they got it set up on the shoe, the shit look fire. And it's a concept. And it's a concept. But when you start slapping like these odd ass color combinations together, like orange, fucking olive green with black, and then you got patent leather swooshes, and the toe is made out of suede, and it Mike, you doing too much, man. Hey, too much. Doing too much. And then them shoes be the first ones to go on sale for like 60 bucks. They already 110. Yeah. Like if they ain't buying them at 110, Mike, they not finna buy them at all, so. Yeah, that's why these men's getting a bad rap is because they, like, what people knowing them for is crazy-ass colorways. Crazy colorways. don't make no sense. And, like, trash materials because the leather on mids, on mids is extremely stiff. Mm. Like, that shit is, like, the synthetic is of leather. Like, that shit is horrible. But, yeah, man. Like I said, I don't, I got no problem with mids. I got some in my collection, but... Just these different colorways have been coming out the past few months. It's starting to just irritate me. So, yeah, man. Ain't nothing wrong with just keeping it simple. I guarantee you, if you limit the mids to like two colors, maybe three, if it's like a concept or whatever, I guarantee you those sell better than than these random ass mixture. I bet you they do. Like they just came out with some white and royal blue dunks. Mm -hmm. The Kentucky dunks. Two colors. 
two colors and that shit look fire as hell. Mike, you could take that same concept, white and royal blue, slap it on the mid. Motherfuckers are bound. It's two mm-hmm. colors and it's simple and it's easy to match up with shit. Yeah, it's like we said before on prior episode, like it it ain't that much of a difference between the high and the mid. It's, when you got them on, like ain't nobody checking to see if you got a high or a mid on. They checking the colors. Exactly. <laughs> and when you put out stupid ass colors, they gonna know exactly what they are. Mm-hmm. There's no high in that damn <laughs> ugly ass comments. Like that nigga got on some mids, man. Like there ain't nothing wrong with mids, like some people don't want to pay that extra 60 bucks for the OG high. Yeah. And shit, if you come out with me, it's in simple colors. I guarantee you they'll sell better. Because mm-hmm. you go to a fucking Foot Locker, you probably got a wall of mids that ain't fucking selling. Because ain't nobody buying them shits. Mm-hmm. So, so that's my rant, man. Hopefully I, this shit don't come up in like another two episodes or some shit. I hope not. I'm tired of giving y'all a bad name, Joy. <laughs> it, it feel like at some, at some segment in every episode, we got something bad to say about Joy. It's either a rant or you trash me yeah. every week, Mike. <laughs> Get it together, man. But for how many good reviews we do on your shoes, it's like five more that's even bad. So, right. So, so chill out, Mike, on the mids, man. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. All right, man. So... I had I, I was advised to to rant about my Atlanta Falcons. Um, I think I'm gonna save it to after free agency, after the off season is completely done, um, and I'm just gonna say do better. Um, <laughs> but what I will rant about is the Chicago Bulls since they season probably over, um, pretty much. Um, and I'm gonna start by saying. Jim Bowling, this you waited to it wasn't your fault you didn't know but this ended up being the last game of y'all season to start Kobe White. I don't understand it. You had Thomas Sadoransky starting over him for all of the season. My man's Kobe started his first game, got like three highlights on Sports Center, and dropped like. He been dropping like 25 plus the last six, seven games before that, and now you think, now you thought that that was the time when he needed to be, like, groomed to be the starter when the season got like, well, supposedly was supposed to have like 17 games left or whatever. That's one thing. The other thing, calling the timeout when it's like <laughs> a minute and a half left in the game and y'all down t- 12. In the words of Zach Levine, what the fuck? He's he trying to get that extra work in, man. <laughs> trying to work on some shit that, might, that y'all need to use in, in the future. Nah, so. he, try, he, trying to, he trying to use all the plays that he can before his ass get fired in the offseason, hopefully. Um, but, man, I don't even know. I don't know if there's a, a worse coach in the NBA, honestly. Um, and then it starts from the top down. Guard packs. Like, first off, y'all about to change y'all whole uh, front office around. Y'all ain't firing nobody, but y'all want to give people different jobs. I don't think that's going to solve the problem. Um, and then y'all let like let it leak out to the world that y'all scouting team hasn't been up to date with, like, what the NBA has been looking for in the last few years. And that's mainly, like, um, stretch fours, stretch fives, and stuff like that. 
So y'all just been drafting off of uh, we saw this person work out uh, or we saw his last game in the NCAA and he and he snapped. Like, come on, man. Come on. That ain't the stuff we supposed to know is is as fans or whatever. That's stuff y'all supposed to keep in-house. Like, I, I don't understand it, man. And then this sorry team that y'all put together that don't nobody click. Zach just out there getting buckets on his own for his own merit or whatever. Can't nobody stay healthy. Uh, like, total, I think, like, supposedly the big three, Zach, Laurie, and I think, I guess they, they counted Otto Porter as um, the third or whatever. They only played, like, like in the seasons they've been together, they only played, like, what, 25, 30 games together out of, like, two, three seasons. It's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. I was one of them people that was like, yo, the Bulls, like, came up on this Jimmy Butler trade. Now that shit look dookie. Yeah. <laughs> Bulls lost that damn trade. I think they lost that trade now. Like, I don't know. I know, I know Jimmy ain't ain't with the Minnesota Timberwolves, but he brought back some other stuff when they got rid of him. So, it's crazy, man. And Minnesota, look, look what Minnesota at now, and look where the Bulls at. Both the niggas suck. They suck, but, like, the, like, the potential for like at least like Minnesota got uh, uh, two All Stars now. Um, they got an up and coming Malik Beasley. Like they got they bench is definitely better than the Bulls. Like they they just look like they got more promise um, than the Bulls got. And I I yet to see any progression. Like besides Zach almost being an All Star. Like it's just ridiculous, man. We deserve better, Chicago. Yeah, the Bulls ain't – I don't know what kind of direction they going in. Like, they last few drafts, you just look at it and just – you trying to figure out what are they doing. Like, in back-to-back drafts, you draft Wendell Carter and Laurie Marketing. They pretty much well, like – they didn't draft Laurie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> but <laughs> if you knew you had Laurie, why go get Wendell Carter? Yeah. Like, they, they like, interchangeable, like – Laurie could play the center. Well, he could play the center in, like, a small lineup. Right. And then you got Wendell Carter. He's not, like, I don't think he fit really fits into how the NBA, like, the, the way the NBA going because he can't shoot. You know, most teams got stretch fours that can shoot. Wendell Carter really, he really can't. I think he said he was working on trying to, trying to work on his three, but. Yeah, he ain't even got no mid-range, though. So, like, how you how you working on your three and all you got is a back-to-the-basket hook shot at best? <laughs> back-to-the-basket hook at shot. At best. Like it's fucking 1969. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about with this whole scouting thing, and it makes perfect sense now that they didn't let that leak out. Like, it just didn't. Because you can't play him and Laurie together. It's like, uh, it's it don't work because, first off, Laurie, like, all Ari is is offense, man. He don't even want to bang in the paint. Like he don't des- he don't need to be down there. Um, he basically like a small forward. He's just tall, um, but he can't guard no small forward, so they can't play him there. It just don't make no sense, man. Like let me t- first off, let me tell you these names that that the Bulls passed up on. Uh oh. Uh oh. Before they got when they got Wendell Carter Jr. First off. We still need a point guard. Yeah, the Bulls still need a point guard at that time. Shea Gildress Alexander was still available. 
Colin Saxton was still available. Michael Porter Jr. was there. That's that's an interesting name because that's who I thought they was gonna. That's drive. who a lot of people thought the Bulls was gonna take. They were gonna take Michael Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. Even if they knew he wasn't gonna play that season, you still could have drafted him, let him get healthy, and, and brought him back the following season. Yeah, like I would have just did that anyway. You knew you weren't going nowhere that season anyway. Like y'all still wasn't gonna make the playoffs. Let him rehab, whatever. He's potentially the best player out there drafts and still is. Like, like if he get consistent playing time. Michael Porter Jr., uh, a small forward, right? Yeah. They wouldn't but have he to. Like, he, he like Laurie marketing, but with defense and mobility. Like, it just made more. And you could have traded Laurie or had him play the five. But it, I would have probably just traded him and you would have got better assets from that. Because at that time, people were still saying Laurie was going to be yep. like the like the second coming of Dirk and Whiskey. And then you wouldn't have to trade it for Otto Porter. You could have probably traded for somebody probably a little bit better that probably would have fit. I'm not saying Otto a bad player. He a 3 and D guy, but for what he making, he's extremely overpaid. But they probably could have traded for somebody could have probably found a point guard. Yeah. Like, I would have rather had Mitchell Robinson. Like, yeah. like mm-hmm. he he run the flow. He basically DeAndre Jordan. Like, poor man's DeAndre Jordan. Um, and then you got, like, Daniel Gafford, who damn near better than Wendell right now. That y'all drafted in the second round, the next draft. And didn't even really play Gafford in the beginning of the season. Yeah, he just not getting minutes. But he looks like better, like mobility-wise, um, better than Wendell Carter. Shit, they was playing Felicio more than they was playing Gafford. I guess they feel like they got to play. They, for- they, they got to because they gave him that that dumbass contract, man. I, st- I still understand how Felicio got that contract. With what, no minutes played. Like, <laughs> what, what did he do to even deserve it? I can understand, you know, how some players, they'll go, they'll have a nice little playoff run. They'll put up some good numbers in the playoffs, and they'll get paid based off that where they had, like, a good second half of the season and get paid off that. I don't know what the hell Felicio did to get that contract. Yeah. Yeah, the Bulls, they, they ain't in a good way, man. You Then you bring in Thaddeus Young. Like, why? I don't understand. Why bring They got Thaddeus Young out here popping trades. Like, <laughs> like I, don't, I ain't never seen Thaddeus Young take this many threes in my life. And I wonder if they offered that man a buyout. They just kept him on the Bulls. Like, I'm pretty sure a playoff team could have used, yeah. used fucking Thaddeus Young. Just come off the bench. He could have been like a seventh or eighth man off your bench. A yeah. solid veteran score that could go get a bucket. It's just like how the Bulls, they didn't want to get rid of Robin Lopez. They was holding him hostage because they knew Golden State was going to try to get him. So, yeah, like, what y'all got to get? Y'all ain't never going to see Golden State, like, in no form or fashion in the playoffs. I guess I guess from what I heard, they was they wanted to get an asset back from for him. You was going to get a second-round pick from Golden State, which was going to be a low second-round pick. It would have been, like, way towards the end of the draft, so... And then you just you just kept Robin Lopez on your team for nothing. But I don't know. We'll see if the Bulls make some changes this year. Cause it sound from what it sounds like they trying to go after Sam Presti. But if you want Sam Presti, you gonna have to throw hella money at him, and you got to make sure he reports to the owner. Don't make it where yeah, yeah. Sam Presti got to report to John Paxson. Please who don't. Then go to the owner. 
he ain't gonna wanna do that. It's like he could stay in OKC where he got more control and make more money. And got hella draft picks he- to work with. Hella assets to work with. And he got a nice young team. He got Shea. He still got Steven Adams. He got Chris Paul. Yeah. And they got a nice they got a nice core and he could build off that. Yep. So if the Bulls wanna do that, man, you gotta throw a bag at him and make sure he reports straight to the owner and just let him do what he do. Don't Please, man. Just let him do what he do. He fucking turned OKC into a monster. Don't don't fuck that up, boys. Like you got a chance to to redeem yourself this summer. Get boiling out of there. Move move um guard form into a scouting position or some shit. Make John Paxson more of an advisor, and then try to throw a bag at Sam Presti and just give him total control of all basketball operations. Just let him do his thing. I guarantee you, Chicago will be in a better place than what they is now. In two years, if the Bulls get Sam Presti this summer, I guarantee you in like two or three years, the Bulls will probably be back to being a contender. Because Sam P going to work his magic. It, it may hurt because he probably going to trade off some pieces that the Bulls, like Bulls fans like. like I can see him trading off Zach Levine just because of the simple fact of his contract and mm-hmm. he might not fit in with what Sam want to build toward the future. But, like, look what he did for OKC. Like, this dude drafted Russ. Was he? He drafted KD? Yeah. KD, Serge, James James Harden, and he flipped James. And he, like I said, man, he make make moves. Like, a lot of people was pissed off when he traded James Harden. But, yeah, OKC still stayed competitive because you had two other All-Stars. Yeah, and that's just good drafting. Then you got Steven. Then he got Steven Adams. Like the man knew what he doing. Like he got Paul George, and then he like like I said, he he know what he doing. So yeah, if the Bulls ownership wanna bring get get the fans back in good graces, do all you can to get Sam Presti and just let him work his magic. Please, man, because it was it was embarrassing, like to how Chicago represent like the All Star game this year. And there was no representation <laughs> from the Chicago Bulls. Like, like other players and, and whatever was talking about how bad it is in Chicago. Zach was in a three-point shootout, right? He was. But, but it, it seemed like he didn't. From what I looked at, it seemed like he didn't want to do it. And maybe he just he just did it just so he could, you know, just because the All-Star game was in Chicago. But yeah. I just get a feeling like if, if he would have. Been an all-star, I feel like he would have been in a dunk contest, but... Yeah, I think he... I mean, if he would have been an all-star, I honestly think he would probably... He probably did everything. He probably would have tried to do the uh, the skills challenge, too. Um, but I think his feelings was just hurt so bad about that. But it's like... What do you want to do? Like, your team, like, the worst in the league. Like... Yeah, Bulls, especially when, like, Devin Booker and... Bradley Bill ain't making it. Like you, you way down that list. Yeah, it's a, it's a far fall from grace for the Bulls. Six championships in what, like, eight years. And we didn't got to that point where people didn't forget, man. Or, or we at the stage where people just don't even understand like the Bulls being good at all. Like, it's only so long you can keep bringing up them six titles, right? And then, oh, this just reminded me they. They got rid of, like, Scottie Pippen was the, like, team ambassador or whatever. They let Scottie go, like, from his position. 
Like, so the only tie, because Mike don't fuck with y'all no more. <laughs> like, the only tie that y'all had to them championships, to them winning seasons, Scottie Pippen, like, y'all just let him go. Then, then move him to no other, like, position or whatever, or ask him to do nothing else like that. Like, y'all just gonna roll with John Paxson and, and just, like, it's crazy, man. Yeah, Bulls gotta get back in the good graces of the fans, because before... Before they suspended the season, Bulls' attendance was getting really low. Like it was like they would show the United Center, and it would be like plenty of empty seats. When the Bulls had like a streak of being sold out for I don't know how many seasons, bro. Like every Bulls game was on Groupon. <laughs> like every Bulls game, don't matter who they was playing. Crazy. Well, hopefully it's better days ahead for the. Hopefully, I hope so, man. I'm I'm with the consensus, man. Fire God packs. Um, I'm not. I'm off the bandwagon until that happened, man. I can't even support. Or if not, the Bulls gonna turn into the version of NBA Siberia. Niggas gonna be making jokes talking about some boy. Yo, ass gonna get traded to the Bulls. Right. Like how niggas used to make fun of like the Grizzlies and and um, Phoenix. Yeah. And shit like that. Now, now the Bulls are laughing stock of the of the NBA. Yeah, glad I, glad I ain't a Bulls fan. <laughs> Go Lakers. It's tough, man. It's it's tough for Chicago, man. The only the only saving grace is looking at the New York Knicks. That's the only saving grace. Damn, I forgot about them. <laughs> Fuck them. Them niggas are the crazy. ultimate definition of right. dysfunction. Once you start barring Spike out the. Come um, on, man. Like. Niggas, niggas wouldn't even let Spike in the game, like, in the stadium, man. Spike was the, the tie to, like, basically, like, the tie to the black community for for New York, man, for Knicks fans. And y'all just treated Spike like a, a everyday citizen, man. Man, I don't know if they have a contest. It would be worse. James Dolan or fucking Gar Pax, man. It's like they trying to one-up each other. Right. Like, who could do the dumbest shit? Right now, the Knicks is, is ahead after that shit they did to Spike, but if the season was still going, I'm pretty sure the Bulls would do something stupid. Mm-hmm. They'd do some dumb shit, like when Boylan talked about how he was going to start turning practice in the boot camp. Come on, man. He already got, like, a time clock that they got to punch in, like, before they go to practice. Like, y'all doing all this punching in and shit ain't reflecting in games, though. This the same nigga that had them running suicides. Like, his first week is being coached. Yeah. Like, these niggas are athletes. They in shape already. Like, who are you? Like, what is your... Like, what merit do you have? What, what accolades do you no, have to be making? Not one goddamn accolade except for being an assistant of the, of the pop. But, yeah, man. So, that was our rant. No more trash colorways in the Jordan Mids. And what the hell is the Chicago Bulls doing? Please, man. So, we're going to go ahead and take a... Another break. We're going to come back and get into our NFL free agency preview. God. Yeah. Oh, God. DJ Trump. Fuck yeah. these niggas up. Good. M. M. G. Nigga. Chain all BS. I ain't with the BS. Catch me in the city riding hard through the BS. Skinny nigga, but I do it large like a 3X. The last nigga tried to do me wrong, um, he checked. 
Right back to that money slinging O's in the PJ. Yeah. I'll probably catch your mileage while the pilot stay the PJ. Whoa. Cause we next and we flex, flex like 90 PS. Whoa. Working all night, no breaks or recess. Broom, broom. Yeah, I know my car sound like a T Rex. Bitch, I'm 23 years old and I ain't riding in the Prius. Word. My cousin finished school, can't believe he graduated. Threw him $20,000, told his ass congratulations. Right. Cause me? I wasn't made for that shit But I could probably hire him and who I paid for a shit And to all the hoes that was dissing I pray to God that you see me I'm on the yacht getting hella high Smoking good, that seaweed Bad bitch and her cha-cha Grabbing on her chi-chis Million dollar deals on my email You mad as hell you ain't CC Shane all VS Bitch you know it's BS Boy I run my city In the start nigga PS All white made back Green Bay they pack Y'all niggas was slacking Remember them hard nights me trapping They say life's a game of chess You can play checkers all in my jacket Cause it's dominating We bonds away on all y'all big rappers I say yeah nigga I murdered that Pan American's turtle back Niggas say they want beef Well where the fuck is my burger at I got white with serving that I been to jail ain't going back I oughta oop your bitch off that bad boy She throw it back I slam dog in that pussy Blake Griffin yo ho Nigga made back with Rick and Ross My chain rock like I know Jigga that's cause I do ho Shout out to my new ho that pussy pink like new vote and I dog that Niggas won't talk, what they gon' say? say? I hit the pedal to that motherfucker break Celebrate, freaky bitches love the money I make And to live like this, you motherfuckers gotta pay So let that shit burn, let that shit burn I'ma let that shit burn, let that shit burn The roof on fire, I'm only getting higher I'm here, all in my pocket, all those bottles I'ma let that shit burn Bitch, I had one shot in they blood Riding to the wheels fall off and they tore it. I got green on top of green. Damn, it's looking like I grow it. Deep town, the hood behind me like a king cobra. Burn, bitch. I let it burn, bitch. My money's straighter than the motherfucking perm, bitch. No navigation, you can see that it's my turn. Shit, Jordy, give me all that brain and still ain't never learned shit. Oh, that's your girl? Damn, nigga, you ain't learned shit. She naked in my studio. I'm on that Howard Stern shit. Yep, I swear that Mac 10 is my barbell. Finally famous, the cartel. Hit your girl on my whip and I. That pussy got the new car smell Same shit, different day I ain't broke no more It's a different day Don't turn me down I got shit to say My perp's strong Like it's lifting weights It's shine down Super shine down I got a bad bitch With them pom-poms My bro lead Don't tick-tock Yo shit sound like a time bomb Boom Little bitch Niggas won't talk, what they gon' say? say? I hit the pedal to that motherfucker break. Celebrate, freaky bitches love the money I make. And to live like this, you motherfuckers gotta pay. So let that shit burn. Let that shit burn. burn. I'ma let that shit burn. burn. Let that shit burn. burn. Gasoline. The roof on fire. I'm only getting higher. With the rats all in my pocket, all those bottles. I'ma let that shit burn. burn. Let that shit burn. burn. I'ma let that shit burn. burn. Let that shit burn. burn. back we finna go ahead and get into this nfl free agency preview um we went ahead and took the top 15 free agents well nice got his list from what is it the, the big lead website and i got mine from bleacher report so we're gonna go ahead and compare and um we probably gonna go off the list too probably do some honorable mention free agents too but yeah. I'm, um, I'm going to go ahead and start at number 15 off the Bleacher Report list. And at number 15, they got the linebacker from the Los Angeles Rams, Corey Littleton. And um, 
honestly, like from Corey Littleton, one of the best coverage linebackers in the NFL, and he a good special teams player too. But for the Rams, he was mainly a coverage linebacker, probably their fastest linebacker, and you know match up well on tight ends. But honestly, I don't. Honestly, I don't. I don't watch too many Rams games, so honestly, wouldn't know where that nigga would fit in it. But um, I don't know. Whatever team need a fucking coverage linebacker, I guess. Yeah. I want to say a, a team that's in a division where they got, like, fast tight ends. And um, I would probably say the division's probably got the best, like, group of tight ends. Hmm. I say the AFC West because the Raiders got Darren Waller. The Chiefs got Kelsey. And the Chargers, they uh, franchise tag Hunter Henry. What's the other team? team in the West? Yeah. Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos. Broncos, Broncos got. Oh, they got but uh, Noah Fant. Yeah. And he fast too, so. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think Corey Littleton he probably could fit in on any one of them teams. And I think out of all those teams that could probably use linebacker the most, I'll probably say the Raiders probably because the Raiders don't really got any standout linebackers. They got a hell of a defensive line and. They got some good players in their secondary, but they ain't really got to no. They ain't got no standout linebacker, so I can see the Raiders overpaying for Corey Littleton. Yeah, I can see that too. Um, yeah, so I go over to my list. Um, the starting from the bottom, the the 15th person they had was um, famous Jameis. <laughs> famous Jameis Winston. Um, Mr. 30 for 30 himself. 30 for 30. <laughs> uh, I honestly, like, I don't know who gonna take a chance on Jameis. Like, I know it's a bunch of, like, quarterback needy, uh, teams out there, but I don't know if he's a starter right now. Like, I, I can see him, somebody bringing him in to compete for a starting role. Um, but he not, like, to me, I don't think he a certified starter. Uh, I'm trying to think what teams. I... Honestly, it depends. I think it's going to depend on what Tom Brady do. Yeah. I think what's the Tom Brady domino fall. Yeah, that is the domino that got to fall first. But it's like if Tom, let's say for instance, Tom go to Tennessee and then the Patriots need a quarterback. So then that make Ryan Tannehill available. Mm-hmm. So it's basically like who would you rather have starting for you, Tannehill or Winston? And honestly, I would take mm-hmm. – Honestly, I would take Jameis. Would you? Go big or go home? Yeah. Because <laughs> Jameis ain't afraid of he throw that motherfucker. He, he feel like he could fit a ball into any window. Yeah. And you need a quarterback like that. That's going to fucking go big or go home. <laughs> Fuck it, Mike Evans. Mike, 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 <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. That's why, that's why Mike Evans pulled his hamstring. <laughs> It'd be like that with... Uh, who AJ Brown? AJ Brown. <laughs> AJ Brown down there somewhere. He, he down there somewhere. James was chucking that motherfucker. I think it was on a Saturday game. The fucking Bronco. Uh, no, excuse me. The Buccaneers that played the Texans. I think the nigga James threw like three first half interceptions, but that nigga didn't care. He just kept chucking that motherfucker. It's like you need a quarterback with a short memory. You don't need no quarterback that's gonna throw an interception and get timid. Trubisky. Yeah. And um, shots fired. That nigga Jameis, he don't care, man. He gonna chuck that motherfucker anywhere. 
like Nice had said in an early episode, he said Mike Evans run nothing but go routes. And shit, that's pretty much all he ran. And Jameis was chucking that motherfucker down and whether he was doubled or triple teamed. So, so yeah, I would definitely take Jameis over Tannehill, man. But What about the Chargers, though? Mm. I could see it. See, the thing is with the Chargers, them niggas got a... I think they picking fifth in the draft and uh, shit. Well, yeah, that's quarterback central. And if if Tua, if everything healthy with with Tua, I can see the Chargers drafting Tua. But uh, it's like it's a lot of teams out there who could who could go after Jameis. Big Bill might try to bring in Jameis if time if time leave. Yeah, you got motherfucking the Bears. If the Bears want to bring somebody in to compete with Trubisky. You got compete with oh, Trubisky. Man. My bad. Uh, fucking start over Trubisky. I was giving him fucking. I was giving him a little bit of leeway. Nah, we didn't broke that mark. <laughs> Never mind. Somebody that's gonna start over Trubisky. But it's, it's like like it's a few teams out there that could use Jameis services, man. So it's gonna be interesting to see where Jameis go. I had number 14 on the Bleacher Report list. Um, they got Chris Harris Jr., the cornerback from the Denver Broncos. I've been hearing the rumors of Kansas City. Really? Yep. Like, that's, it's weird. Like, when players become free agents, they stay in their own division. They stay in the division they was already playing in. Like, mm-hmm. But that, w- that would be interesting. The Honey Badger recruiting him hard. Really? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think who the Chiefs got at corner. I know they. I think they got. They got Brashad Breeland. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brashad Breeland. Who uh, Kendall Fuller, I think. Um, you, and then they got. Oh no, he a safety. Uh, Juan Thornhill. Yeah, he a safety. You could bring in Chris Harris Jr. to play a slot because that's what he primarily yeah. played in, in Denver. So yeah, I could see it because the Chiefs defense ain't really that good. They just got. They not that offense just too fucking y'all. Well, y'all saw it in the playoffs, man. When they just getting their ass blown out by uh by the Texans, and then the comeback, like they just the offense just too strong, man. Yeah, they defense give up a lot of fucking points, a lot of points. So Chris Harris Jr. would be a good fit for them. I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Harris Jr. come to the Saints because we need a, a slot corner. Yeah, gotta get rid of PJ Williams. I pray. <laughs> Man, I, that's what I should have ran about. <laughs> the Saints don't bring him back. Ooh, PJ Williams has run his time out. Run his dude. <laughs> that nigga had got, he had got, I think he had got caught with. He had a DUI last year. I didn't think they, I didn't think they was going to resign him, but they ended up resigning him. So, yeah. They only resigned him to a one year deal. So, I think, I think this is the end of his stint in New Orleans. But that nigga can't cover nobody. He a hell of a tackler, but he can't cover nobody for shit. So, yeah. we definitely in the market for a slot corner. I know we ain't bringing Eli Apple back because we ain't even fucking um, pick up his fifth-year option. So, so we definitely going to be in the market for some cornerback help. And I'm pretty sure Chris Harris Jr. going to want to go to a contender because mm-hmm. he pretty much on the other side of 30, and he probably want to play for a Super Bowl. So, yeah, I can see the Chiefs, Saints. Um... Another cornerback needy team. Potentially the Bears. Because the Bears got rid of um <coughs> Falcons. I 
say a contender, man. <laughs> Come on, man. I didn't say uh, borderline <laughs> rebuilders. <laughs> but I see, like, I see him going to the Bears since the Bears release uh, Prince of Mukamara. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I can see Chris Harris going to. I can see him going to the Chiefs though. Yeah, I that that would be my best bet just because. Um, he even mentioned that he would like to play for them. Um, so, I know they probably number one on his list. So, if the money is there, I can see him there. Yeah. Um, so, next on my list is uh, Randall Cobb. For the the former Dallas Cowboy. Um, Damn, he, what, he number 13 on their list? Nah, 14. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Randall Cobb? Yeah, I don't know what... Some of these names questionable on their list, but uh they ain't got the nigga in the top twenty five on Bleacher Report. Yeah, they got random cob on here. Uh so yeah, um I don't know man. Random cob kinda old. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it matters. I don't know if it matters. Um some destinations I've seen for him though are uh Redskins, um, the Chiefs, I don't know why. Um, and then the Packers again. Which, I mean, I can see him going back to Green Bay. But why the Redskins, though? I don't know why the Redskins. That, that was on the list of potential spots for him. Dwayne Haskins looked horrible last year. He did. If it wasn't for uh, Terry McLaurin, that nigga Dwayne Haskins would have had a horrible year. But the Redskins, though? Yeah. I don't see why he would want to go there, especially at his age. Wanna go to a rebuilding team and not play for nothing? I think that's that's just probably like a money deal because he was playing on like a one year some some low with the Cowboys. So shit, go back to Dallas. Just some money. Yeah. I mean, why not? I guess if they got money to spend, you know what Dak about to come in. Them but... niggas wait for that. No money <laughs> to spend. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll just wrap up on Randall Cobb. I don't even know why he on this list. <laughs> I had on the Bleacher Report list at number 13, they got Jameis. We already went over him. At number 12 on this list, they have Hunter Henry, which he got, fran- he just got franchise he got tag. Franchise tag. Yeah. So, we could go ahead and skip past we'll Hunter Henry. that out. Who they got at number 11 on your list? Uh, I got, well, you said 11? Or you want me to go? Who they got at 12? At 12, yeah. Um, Everson Griffin. Ooh. Minnesota Vikings. Now, this is this is an interesting one. Like, this nigga killed us in the playoff game. Yeah. Man, I would love to have Everson Griffin as a, as a rotational yeah. defensive lineman on the Saints. Man. So, it's crazy how to read. Why the reason he a free agent? Because um, they originally signed him through 2022. Mm-hmm. But he had this clause in his contract that said uh, he could vo- void the final three years of his contract if he finished with six or more sacks in 2019. And the man had eight. No fucking stipulations. I don't know. Like, that's what, like, it's weird. But, like, you could void three years of your contract. Mm. So, yeah, man. <laughs> he a free agent. Man. Um, but they think he gonna like just renegotiate and stay. Like he would be a nice pickup for a, a um a playoff team that's trying to get to the next level. Yeah, like a nice play, a, a nice pickup, man. Cause he's still, I think, how old is Everson Griffin? Uh, let's 
see. He gotta be maybe in late twenties, maybe. Maybe let's see. Oh no, no, he thirty two. Thirty two? Yeah. Yeah, he'd be a good rotational defensive lineman for a, a team. Like, I can see him going like if he don't resign with the Vikings, I can see him going to a team maybe like like um the Eagles, mm-hmm. the Cowboys, yeah. the Saints. Like a team like that that's a consistent playoff team that's maybe like a piece or two away from getting to the Super Bowls, but it seemed like all those signs indicate that he probably gonna resign with the Vikings, cause like shit, I don't, I don't see the Vikings let him go, cause him and um Daniel Hunter they work so well together, man. Like so they was killing us in the playoff game, they was moving them motherfuckers inside and out. So yeah, so I can see him going back to Minnesota, but that's definitely a place you keep an eye on though. For sure. I at number eleven on the Bleacher Report list. They got. Offensive lineman from the Redskins, Brandon Sheriff, and he fucking stud. And um, a team that I didn't heard that would be interested in him is the Chicago Bears, because the Bears need offensive line help, especially with the retiring of Kyle Long. And I guess they want to blame offensive line play on why Trubisky played so bad last year. <laughs> and why David Montgomery couldn't really get nothing going in the run game. So, yeah. if the Bears were willing, willing to spend some bread, I see them going to the Bears because Bears do need offensive line help. And, um, or a team like the Packers because they offensive line always dealing with injuries. Especially like Brian Balaga. It seemed like that nigga get hurt every other fuck every game he hurt. Mm-hmm. But he always battled his way back. So I can see Brandon Sheriff going to a playoff team, man, because with being in Washington that long, you ain't fucking sniffing no playoffs. So I can see a playoff team throwing some big money at him. Yeah. Um the next on my list, I got uh Emmanuel Sanders. That's your boy. That's my guy, man. I'm, I'm, I was happy to hear him and come back from that Achilles injury and basically tear it up for the 49ers. So he definitely earned him some money this offseason. You wouldn't even think he came off an Achilles nah, injury. Nah, he, he looked normal, if not better. Um, so I don't know. Like, I don't think he's going to go back to the 49ers. Uh, trying to think of some, some good spots for him, man. Saints. The Saints. <laughs> Yes, we because we don't got Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn a free agent, so we like thin at receiver, and we just need somebody, uh, somebody that's a threat on the opposite side of Michael Thomas. And yeah, Emmanuel Sanders fit that. He fit that role. He would fit that role perfectly because mm-hmm. he's still speedy enough to take the top off of defense, yeah. and he could work underneath too. So he's pretty much a versatile receiver. He could play inside and out. So yeah, I could see him like. I can see him maybe with the Patriots. Ooh. Um, Is this with or without Tom Brady? Uh, if he if if Tom come back, definitely with Tom Brady. Um, I don't think he gonna sign. It it probably depend on who they quarterback is. If he if he chooses to sign the, um, trying to think what else. Uh, I can see like the Eagles. Yeah, the Eagles. They. Yeah. Desperate at receiver. I see the Eagles. He he definitely going somewhere where he could basically be the number one receiver. Um, so yeah, I can see the Eagles. Maybe the Cardinals. Yeah, the Cardinals Maybe do the need Cardinals. some receivers. Yep. So you don't there's no so there's no chance he going back to San Francisco? 
I don't think so. I just don't think they're going to get him the money that he's looking for. Because um, they got Debo. Um, I think they got a third receiver, too. Um, I guess whoever was playing before uh, before Emmanuel got there. So, I don't know if they're going to shell out that money for him. But he's shopping. He definitely, like, he put on his Instagram. He, he was like, uh, something about I'm I'm open for business or whatever like that. So, he ain't just keeping it to, he ain't giving them no hometown discount. Man, Emmanuel Sanders would be a nice pickup for us, man. But he going to be in high demand, so. Definitely is. So, he probably going to come in a nice, maybe, like, Maybe about between, I say, ten to thirteen million a year, probably. Yeah. So, damn, maybe a good pickup for us. All right, what number we on? That was twelve for me. So, shit. Um, Are you on ten? Are you on ten? Ten or eleven? Yeah, I'm on ten. Yeah. Um, the next number ten on the Bleacher Report. Um. Top 15 free agents is the safety from the Vikings, Anthony Harris. He had a career year last year. He had six picks. And it's crazy. He didn't really start most of the year, but still was tied for the league and uh, the league lead in interceptions. And um I can see him getting paid some I can see somebody paying, well, overpaying for him just because simple fact they paying for his performance from last year. And um he only 29, so so he still got some good years left in him, but probably a safety needy team. Like I, like honestly, I don't see him going to a playoff team. I can see him going to a team, maybe like a struggling team, but they gonna throw the most money at him. So teams kind of like the Jets, but I think the Jets set at safety. They got Jamal Adams and uh, Marcus May, and I see a team maybe like the Giants throwing a bag at him. Cardinals a team like that, a team that's that finished at the bottom of their division. They just trying to you know bring in some talent to try to get some wins, and you know you you want talent, you want to overpay for it. So I can see a team throwing a huge contract at Anthony Harris just based off the fact that he had six picks last year. So yeah, that nigga had one against us in the playoffs too. So fuck that nigga. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever. Who you got at number ten? Uh. Philip Rivers. Oh, good old <laughs> Philip. Philip Rivers. Mr. Shit talking himself. Yeah, man. Um, I don't know who in line for Philip Rivers now. Who wants a 37-year-old quarterback? Quarterback, man. That's prone to throw an interception at the end of the game. I honestly think he's going to be somebody back up. Ooh, he might as well retire then, shit. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. I, Cause I think he, they got him ranked higher, but I think he might be lower than Jameis Winston, honestly. Yeah. Um, so I don't know, man. Like I, I definitely think he competing for somebody back up spot though. And Bleach Report got him ranked number nineteen. Yeah. It's crazy. Bleach Report got Derrick Henry ranked at number twenty. Like I would have Derrick Henry at least in the top five. Yeah. But they top five is. It's like two players in there that shouldn't even be in there, which is crazy. But, yeah, man. I think if Phillip don't find a place where he can start, be like the outright start, I think he probably going to retire. Mm-hmm. So, he probably going to wait and see what happened with Tom. 
And um I think so. I mean that's still the first domino to drop, so I think Tom and Teddy Bridgewater are probably gonna be like the the two big dominoes that's gonna fall first. Yeah. And then everybody else just gonna fill in. But yeah, man, I think I think this might be Phillips last hurrah, man. It's like I can't even see him in another uniform, so we'll see what happened with Philip, man. Hey, um, see, they got like an offensive lineman next on their list. Fuck, I'm just go straight to the fucking top five. Now they top five is weird. They ain't got Tom Brady in the top five. They got Tom. What? They got Tom at number eight. Wow. They top five is Ryan Tannehill, Shaq Barrett, Amari Cooper, Drew, and Dak Prescott. I got two of those in this top five. <laughs> Let me guess. It's Dak yep. and Amari. Yep. I kind of figured that. Damn, they got Shaq Barrett as four. Yeah, yeah, Dak and Amari. Shit, you know what? Let's start off with Dak, then. So what you think is gonna happen with him? Um, I think Dak gonna get his money, man. Um, I'm surprised he didn't take the deal that they offered before. Uh, it was like what 33 mil or whatever. I thought that was his range, um, but somehow he feel like he can make some more. So um, I think they gonna. I think Jerry gonna fold. Um, he probably give him. He probably cap out at like 35. 36 maybe he still gotta save some bread for Amari too mm, I don't I, that, I think that's why like if, if Dak would've took the 33 I think they'd have been straight um, and they would've gave Amari his money too if he going any higher than that it's gonna be tough it's gonna be tough to give Amari what he want unless Amari take a discount or unless they trade somebody that's that's making some bread mm-hmm Unless you want to trade Demarcus Lawrence, yeah. maybe see what you can get for him. That's true. I mean, well, they got they got money to spend because they ain't uh, re-signing. Uh, what's his name? Byron. Uh, Byron Jones. Byron Jones. Yeah. yeah. Well, who apparently about to be the highest paid cornerback? They, they finna, somebody's gonna <laughs> overpay for him. Somebody man. about to throw a bag at him. Somebody's gonna overpay for Byron Jones. Well, he don't get me wrong. He a good corner, but it ain't like he a. A lockdown, the real Revis type corner. Yeah, but somebody finna overpay. Shit, I guess that's the only way you want to sign good players is overpay them. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, man, with uh, with Dak, I, I definitely think he back with the Cowboys. I don't even think it's. I don't even think he gonna take no other pitches unless they just take the thirty three off the table. Period. Yeah. But um, if that's what it end up being, that's all he can get. He gonna take it thing with Amari, man, it, it would fucking suck if they overpaid Dak and don't get, like, Amari what he deserves, like, as far as, far as like, market value. Yeah. Because I think Amari should get paid like a top five receiver, because since his production since he got to Dallas has been crazy. Mm-hmm. So, it would be crazy if they signed Dak and then let Amari walk because they didn't have enough money to offer him. Right. And it would be so many teams lined up to throw money at Amari Cooper. Like, I could see... Packers going after him because I know Aaron Rodgers want more weapons. I can see a team, the Eagles. The Eagles need a, no, a number one receiver, yeah. and that would that would be crushing for Amari to go to a team in the same division. Yeah, and um, 
bust their ass for <laughs> about two, three games. Man, it's teams out there that can use Amari services. So if I was Jerry, you better play this smart, man. Mm-hmm. You better play it smart. Think, think long and hard about what money you trying to throw out. Because uh, Dak definitely made it a little tougher for them. Yeah. You got Jadavion Clowney in your top five? Not in the top five. He like... They got him at six on Bleacher Report. Yeah. Davion Klein is interesting. It's an interesting name in free agency because he say it's not about the money he want to win, but then at the same time, he want to get paid. So he going to have to sacrifice somewhere because you can't get paid and go to a, like a winning team. So yeah, it's going to be – he going to have to sacrifice something. If he want that bag, he going to have to go to a, a shitty team. If he want a Super Bowl, he might have to take a little bit less. So. Exactly. And the team they say they could go out them is the Colts, which would be a, which would be a nice fit. The Colts got plenty of money to spend too. Yeah, because they don't really got no big contracts except for I think Jacoby Brissett and his shit. I get I think they gave him an extension of I think like three years for like sixty million or some shit like that, which ain't too bad. Yeah, and then they um I think they paid T Y Hilton if I'm not mistaken. But other than that, they ain't got no big contracts so. They can offer it to him. I can see him going there. That's like, it's like right in the middle because right now the Colts ain't, they not a Super Bowl contender. They like one of those fringe playoff teams. And mm-hmm. Jadavion could be the player that could take them over the top. So it's going to be interesting to see where he go. Like, I wouldn't be surprised maybe the Eagles go out there because the Eagles known for fucking going after big names in free agency. So it's going to be interesting to see where Clowney go. And then, um, you got Ryan Tannehill in your top five or no? I don't think he on this list. God damn. <laughs> yeah, that's a... Yeah, he ain't even on this list. Damn. What the fuck is Bleacher <laughs> Report doing? That's crazy, yeah. No Ryan Tannehill for me. Well, shit, we can talk about Drew then, man. Not Drew. I know We know Drew going back yeah. to the Saints. He better bring his ass back. So, low-key, they, uh, they had Drew number one. Why the fuck would they have him number one? They, what the fuck, man? But he going back to the Saints. You know so. he coming back home, man. Yeah, they had Drew number one. Surprisingly, in the top five, though, they had um, AJ Green. Bro, they ain't even got AJ Green in the top twenty-five. Really? <laughs> really? They got he's number five. <laughs> they got niggas like Robbie Anderson in the top twenty-five, wow. and not AJ Green. I didn't think he was top five because he coming off the injury, but I, I definitely think he deserved to be on the list. <laughs> Man, Bleacher Report, shiesty. This list weak as hell. Damn, that's crazy. Like I said, they got offensive linemen in the top 25. Wow. But A.J. Green, he, I think he probably the number one receiver on the board as far as free agents. I think so, too. It's going to be interesting because I think Cincinnati said they're going to try to franchise tag him. And A.J. Green said he don't want to get franchise tag. Yeah, I kind of knew that they was going that route when they didn't trade him um, before the deadline or whatever. I was like, yeah, they about to try to tag him. The Saints was one of them teams that was after him at the trade deadline, too. But why would you want to trade for a player that was still hurt? Yeah, that don't make no sense. So, it's going to be interesting, man. I think A.J. Green going to try to watch... He gonna try to watch see what a quarterback dominoes fall if he don't get franchise tag. Cause if I feel like if Tom go back to New England, I think I feel like AJ Green would be somebody that the Patriots try to target mm-hmm. to get Tom some help at receiver. 
because uh, a threesome of AJ, Julian Edelman, and um, what's the rookie they drafted last year? Nikhil Harry. Yeah, Nikhil Harry. Yeah. Now, that, now that's a solid. Um, that's a, that's a solid receiving core. Yeah. So, and um, I'm trying to think of some other teams that need receiver. Like I think he would be too overpriced for the Saints. I I think that nigga probably won't like. Yeah, he getting some money, man. He won't top five receiver money. Um, the Packers maybe if the Packers want to bring in somebody that could compliment Devontae Adams. Jets maybe, Jets need weapons for. Even Robbie Anderson. Wait, is Robbie Anderson? Yeah, Robbie Anderson a free agent. Yeah. Well, if he go back, I know he said he wanted to go back though. Really? Yeah, I heard him say he wanted to go back. It's kind of what the money looked like. Trying to think, man. Maybe AJ could go to the The Jaguars. Them niggas pretty solid at receiver. (laughs) Yeah, they do got a decent, yeah, decent setup. The Lions? Who is the Lions receiver? Kenny Galladay, Marvin Jones. Nah, they straight. Nah. Yeah, I can see him. For some reason, I can see him going to the Packers. That's because the simple fact. Yeah. It's Devontae Adams a bust with them. But, um, maybe the Colts? All they got is T.Y. And Ebron, a free agent, too. He need to be. Mr. Drop Everything. Have more fantasy team. He was so cold last year. Nigga had like 15 touchdowns. Then dropped off the face of the earth. <laughs> um, man, what time Brady gonna end up at, man? Dun dun dun. Um, I don't know, man. I kind of want him to be in the same division. Like, I don't know who who spot he'll take, but. He definitely ain't playing for Miami. Um, but I don't know, man. I guess that, I mean, the rumors is uh, Tennessee, so maybe. He he going to a contender, I know that for sure. Ah, right, yeah, yeah. So he, he, he going somewhere that got receivers because <laughs> he ain't going through that again. Tennessee. So maybe, I mean, maybe Tennessee is the. I heard it was like four teams, though. I can't remember what four it is. That's like really, really going for them. If I had to take a guess, I would say Tennessee, the Los Angeles Chargers, mm-hmm. the Raiders. And I'm guessing New England. Just them are the four teams I could think of. Because I feel like everybody else in a pretty stable quarterback position. Yeah, them, yeah, them four teams I can see. Like, I feel like if he go to the Raiders, I can see the Raiders, man. I can see them throwing that bag for real. Yeah, but shit, they got like they need some relevance. They need like they probably need one more receiver. But from what it sound like, it sound like Antonio Brown is keeping in touch with Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of feeling like wherever Tom go. Antonio gonna try to go to yeah yeah if that if it's a package deal I think the Raiders gonna exit that <laughs> that situation they like we even we even be dealing with this nigga again well if we go to the Bucks though that's a that's another <laughs> team that's been kind of like buzzing around too he got he got two good receivers two. I think they need to work on their running back situation but 
They got a decent defense. Two studs at receiver. Uh-huh. Jesus Christ. And got an athletic tight end at OJ Howard. I don't want to see Tom in our division, <laughs> man. I don't either. Like, I get enough no. with Tom. <laughs> I get enough with Tom as it is, man. I'm tired. I don't want that nigga in our division. That be, shit is set up perfect. He'll be pulling out miracle-ass wins against us. I'm not in the mood for that shit, man. I didn't set through enough heartbreak these past three years. Yeah. I, I don't need Tom as lingering around the fucking NFC South fucking up shit for the Saints, man. So, but the Tampa Bay Bucks that seems so perfect for him. It does. Like I can't, th- I can't think of no other perfect scenario. Now I don't think it's gonna happen, but that's probably like the best fit. Like what's like you said? Like you said, they got two studs at receiver. Mm-hmm. You got OJ Howard at tight end, and then they got a solid slot receiver too. I forgot his damn name. And they still got fucking Brashad Perriman, too. Yep. Them niggas, they, they loaded on offense. All they need is a solid run game. Mm-hmm. Wish they could probably get that in the draft. Hell yeah, you could get that in the draft. Or fucking just signs of just fucking running back. And what if they got fucking... I know they, they ain't got the money for it, but it'd be crazy if they got Tom and then they signed Melvin Gordon. I honestly forgot about <laughs> Holy shit. But I think I, I think they might have enough money because they don't really got too many big contracts. I don't know if they're going to try to re-sign Shaquille oh. Barrett. They might just let him walk. I would, shit. If, if that's what you could bring in, like, um... Tom and Melvin Tom Gordon. Melvin Gordon, Mike Evans, O.J. Howard, Nigga, Chris no. Godwin, man. That's crazy. No, because them niggas in the NFC South. They would destroy the division. <laughs> Take that shit somewhere else. What? Ooh. Yeah, that would be crazy. I didn't even think about that, man. Yeah, Melvin Gordon is definitely a free agent. Jesus Christ. That would. I think them niggas would probably win the, NF- the NFC South. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's without a doubt. I wouldn't even try. Like, I, I, As much as I'm, I'm a fan, I, I can see <laughs> that shit is crazy. Jesus Christ, man. That shit going to give me nightmares. I'm going to be thinking about that shit for the rest of the weekend. Like, watch out for the Bucks, man. If I even if scary, if I even see a rumor of them niggas <laughs> talking to Tom Brady, no nah, man, scary shit. God damn, I didn't think about that. <laughs> Lord have mercy, it just shook up the world, nigga. <laughs> our defense already is struggling <laughs> against the pass. <laughs> you bring in Tom with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and OJ Howard, and then he got Melvin Gordon coming out the backfield. Yeah. I don't even want to talk about this shit no more, dude. <laughs> what a way to... <laughs> man, I don't even want to talk about this shit. Let's go ahead and end this shit. What a man. way to wrap up, man. man what the fuck? Scary thought. Nice just fucked it up for me, man. He talking about uh, Tom Brady and Melvin Gordon going to the Bucks. So the team's already loaded on offense. Hell no, nah, mm-hmm. man. Fuck that. We're going to have to... Nah, <laughs> hell no, nah, man. We're going to have to trade for someone... <laughs> Like we'll trade Taysom Hill to get some defensive help if that shit happens. Everybody in <laughs> NFC South need defensive help after that one, man. What the fuck? I damn near give up Julio. We Dude, <laughs> niggas will be we we'll trade Michael Scrambling, Thomas. We'll trade Mike Thomas for some defensive help. I'm that shit was bad. Trust me, I'm pretty sure Tom Brady looking at that shit too. Yeah. Like them niggas and Bruce Arians offense. You see what Jameis did. Jameis like Throw that motherfucker. And that's the way Bruce Arians' offense is. Just throw, throw, throw. Could you imagine Tom 
the can you imagine the them two receivers with a with a competent quarterback? Them niggas both went over a thousand yards last year with James. With James just flinging that bitch. Flinging him. He had thirty interceptions. <laughs> cut that. You cut that in half. In half. And turn half of them into TDs. Them niggas both going Woo. for fifteen hundred yards and like twelve touchdowns. So, I don't want to think about it. No, man. We're gonna go ahead and wrap up this episode, <laughs> man. This shit probably ran a bit longer because we do a free agents, but nice, but nice just fucked this shit up for me, man. So. I'm gonna go ahead and sign out. <laughs> I'm sick of this shit, man. I hope the Saints get some defensive help. So, yeah. let's go ahead and end this episode. Once again, it's Palm. It's nice. And we getting the fuck out of here before Tom comes to the Bucks. We man. go, man. Peace. We go.